John, we can't keep putting this off. Okay, I'll clean the gutters. I'm talking about your dad. Well, what can we do? He wants to stay in his house. We can make his house safer. Yeah, I worry about the steps. Perfect world, there are no steps, but he does have steps. And that banister only goes halfway up. And all those little throw rugs are falls waiting, waiting to happen. So what about his prescription meds? If he forgets and takes them twice, he could get really dizzy. Right. We could get him one of those daily pill counters. And he should have some sturdy hand grips in the bathroom and shower. This is all easy to do. You know he's a proud guy. He's not going to take all our fussing lying down. That's the idea. For older people, falling and breaking a hip can be devastating. For more tips on making homes safer, visit orthoinfo.org slash falls. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Now please clean the gutters. Just be careful on the ladder. You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station. AM 650 KGAB Orchard Valley Cheyenne. A town square media station. Expected to sign a major disaster declaration to get even more much needed relief to the people of the Lone Star State. Fox says Grady Trimble. Trees coated in ice are being cut down in parts of Oregon where many residents have been without power for a week. National Guard troops are going door to door. More defiance in Moscow from Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who urged supporters to challenge the Kremlin. Navalny delivered a fiery speech just before a court refused to release him from jail. He's been behind bars since January after returning to Russia from Germany, where he was treated after being poisoned. Navalny blames the Russian government, which has denied any involvement. New images of the red planet are being shared by NASA following the successful landing of the Perseverance rover. This could totally change how we do exploration of planets in the future. NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine on Fox News at night. Perseverance is in search of evidence of Martian microbial life. America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, getting schooled with Abby Hornacek. I just think they looked at the list of the companies that were most heavily shorted and decided to go for those. It's so interesting that this all happened because of a Reddit forum. Also, it just shows the power of the Internet nowadays. You know, it's, it's interesting to look at both sides of the story, too. Obviously, the Redditors really benefited off of this, but the hedge funds, not so much. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, it's the Fox News Rundown. Start your day with a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. A daily morning podcast going far beyond the headlines. Tapping into the massive reporting resources of Fox News to provide a full picture of the news of the day. I'm Dana Perino. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Jessica Tarlov. I'm Chris Wallace, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Thick black strips of oil can be seen off the coast of Israel following a spill that's endangering the beach and wildlife. The cause hasn't been determined. Hundreds of volunteers are cleaning it up. A California school board needs new members following a hot mic moment that led to resignations and apologies. Earlier this week, board members of the Oakley Union Elementary School were heard mocking parents. At one point, the former board president accused parents of wanting schools to reopen so they could have their babysitters back. 
That all went on for several minutes before everyone realized the private video chat was, in fact, public. The school district superintendent told us in part, quote, there were unfortunate and truly inappropriate comments made that were heard by many. These comments are not typical and more importantly, they are not what the community should expect. Fox says Jonathan Hunt, the school superintendent, has also apologized. More evidence that the virus is hurting America's students. We've heard for months from parents and leaders across the country. Remote learning is not working. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. This is paralyzing our city and our residents. Mayor London Breed in San Francisco. A study shows that low income and students of color continue to suffer. With plummeting reading and math skills, a McKinsey study in December also finding that minority kids in the U.S. in remote settings are 6 to 12 months behind compared to 4 to 8 months for other students. Teachers in districts across the country citing virus safety also continue to protest going back in person to class. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Tennis star Naomi Osaka has earned her fourth Grand Slam. She beat Jennifer Brady in the women's final at the Australian Open. Tomorrow, Novak Djokovic will take on Daniil Medvedev in the men's final. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last, offer ends to 2821. This weather update brought to you by Bob Ruard Motors, the easiest purchase you will ever make. All roads lead to BobRuardMotors.com. Your Saturday forecast will feature increasing clouds in Cheyenne and southeastern Wyoming. Brisk northerly winds, highs upper 30s, low 40s, with a few afternoon and evening snow showers. Blustery winds overnight tonight with a clearing sky, lows in the mid-teens. Sunday, strong winds will return, especially by the afternoon. Sunny, highs mid-30s. I'm Day Weather Meteorologist Don Watzel. Good morning, good morning, Nick the Motor Guy, back here with Cargab on a Saturday morning. I don't know why it was, but I just, uh, all I could think of was I was about to open my mouth there and start to talk about the show. All I wanted to do was become Fuzzy Bear and go, waka waka. What was that? I have no idea. It just happens sometimes. It happens. Is that, <laughs> is that what becoming old is like? What, things just happening? Yeah, I guess. 
<laughs> Let's leave that one alone. Moving yeah. on. Thanks a lot for that. So, as you can hear, I, I've got uh, PJ with me today. Um, he is awake. He's I'm alive. Awake from alive. We dug him out of bed. We fed him a, a superb breakfast burrito. At from, the Diamond uh, Horseshoe. Diamond Horseshoe was delicious. Um, uh, yeah, if you, if, it's fantastic. And if you haven't been, please support them. They need, I like all independent restaurants right now, they need our support. So uh, head on over there. You won't regret it. Uh, you, you went with bacon this morning. I did go with the bacon. Yeah, the, the, it was very good. That chorizo. Oh. I, I, yeah, I had the chorizo last time, though, so <laughs> I had to change it. Anyway, so... I think this is working for you. Uh, uh, you know, get up, get kicked around by the dogs a little bit, get a burrito, and you you turn up in the I, studio. I, I do pretty you, well after I eat. Yeah. Your eyes are open. Yeah, I know. It's it's surprising. I'm still I'm still a little tired, but I, I'm awake for the most part. Well, as long as you don't go into that sort of post eating like death moment. Yeah, that. Same, Stop yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to talk about all kinds of things, I'm sure, today. But one of the things I'm going to start with is traits. Uh, as you know, that's a, uh, a a pet thing for me. I've been shouting and screaming, or well, not literally, but certainly been talking about this a lot anywhere I go, and particularly on this show over the years, the desperate lack of um, folks coming into the trades and how that's really, really going to affect us. And about... Two or three weeks ago, I was invited to go go to a meeting at the um, out at L Triple C. And when I was out there, I met some folks and learned that they have a entry level CDL program going. Not only that, but as part of that entry level CDL program, they have purchased a simulator and. So they are going to be able, to, and they're not focusing on um, national over the road so much as a lot of local uh, truck driving, belly dumps, things like that. But they, but they can even, uh, with this simulator, they can change it up in, in the computer. It can be any truck you want. It could be a one-ton truck loaded with a flatbed trailer full of pipe. It can be a full over-the-road truck. It could be a school bus. In fact, after I had uh, finished playing, because they did let me uh, loose with it, um, which was really fun. Anyway, they have they changed. They had some folks come in from a school district who were looking at doing some training there as well. And uh, anyway, it was fascinating. I, uh, Pay Fletcher and uh, Mike Geisler out there are going to be on the show next week. I'm really excited to have them on. And I hope uh, anybody listening, kind of get your questions ready for these folks. They are just really passionate about what they do, really hoping to change the situation, both for employees looking for somewhere to go, um, to employers who are desperate for... Uh, <laughs> desperate for employees i mean this is something we're all struggling with the truck driving market is in uh, in really serious problems so the, the other cool thing about this was and um, particularly when you are training or needing to do training out here and to drive out here is of course you can change the weather so you could get a 50 mile an hour side wind we never see those right Never. Never. Never in Wyoming. 
we can they could add snow they could add rain they could add all kinds of obstacles when i was driving it there was an accident which i had to thread the truck through it was it was challenging it was great the realism of it is extraordinarily good uh you have the choice of either automatic transmission or a full manual crash box which is really cool um just all around great and i said we're going to talk about this a lot more next week when these when the folks from LCCC are with us but i just wanted to talk about it a little bit today because well, i kind of wanted to prime everybody and have them ready to uh talk about it next week so it's not something you have any interest in but do you think you know as you come i mean you're not pg you're not far out of school right i mean no. we got a year i've got half. about a year and a bit before i get rid of you right about yeah is that is your wrist really interesting i was looking at the time but yeah but are you bored already no I just, I, my, my apple watch buzzes so i look at it every time it buzzes it buzzes like yeah, it buzzes every three seconds quit it <laughs> <laughs> anyway you know for kids coming out of school i think the trades offer so many things but when you go through and i don't want to put you too much on the spot here because central might get grumpy with you yeah. but when you go through career training or advising what what do what do they do for you out of the school as far as that i mean you're now a year away from being booted yeah it's both by the school and me yeah it sounds awful but i they have done really absolutely nothing in terms of what to do after life i mean there's like career, after life after after this school life, life. <laughs> school life um yeah there's like college uh counseling and stuff but that's as about as far as it goes and when they do college counseling what is that aimed at i mean have you done that uh yeah well i've, been, I've talked to miss banger about it she's the one who handles all of that stuff and so basically it's how do we get uh, the college all of your information and stuff is all it is i mean okay so not. when you're talking college so these people are there to advise you on what you might like to do or do they even listen to what you're interested in it's more like you tell them what college you want to go to and they help you get there so it's all about college is there yeah. any mention I mean, of trade schools or the, the close i guess there's like the rotc programs which is military stuff obviously yeah um, I, I know they do a lot of stuff for uh, career paths. Um, the uh, So how do they do that? How do you know that? Because you haven't? Is that because you're not at that I'm not, point? Well, I'm also not in ROTC, but they advertise oh, all around this. Oh, from the ROTC thing, but I meant just in general. When they told... So they're not really giving you any... You have to take certain classes if you want the, you know, career opportunities. Like, or there's clubs for it. There's like FBLA and stuff like that, but there's not... The any. reason I'm asking is because there seems to be a disconnect here. When I was chatting to some folks, they are of the belief that in the high schools, there is significant help being given to junior and senior kids. At least, and if somebody's listening and... Um, knows I'm incorrect in saying this, please call me because this is just what I understood was happening. Um, and honestly, PJ and I haven't really talked about this in relation to school. We've talked about lots of what he's going to do when I boot him out in 18 months. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, we have those conversations. We, no, right I now. know, but seriously, 
I was led to believe that there were um, staff there to talk about where you might want to go talk to talk about vocational aspects to, um, not just uh, what four-year college do you want to go to no real so there's no real guidance at all well, on the whole and like you said I think there is people you can talk to for guidance stuff there, but there, there are people there well there's some sort of uh, person who does a central I assume it's a counselor but everyone my my counselor I've talked to um, it's more about what you want to do with classes and um, college, pretty much. Like, I, and, and even though there is probably someone who talks about like career opportunities and stuff, it's really it's something that's not really. Well, it's not like they tell you where you can find that person or where to go for that stuff. It's just they. they You've got to make the extra effort, and right. Let's face it, a lot of you aren't going to do that because you don't understand it's even available. Is that fair? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. I, I feel like that really concerns me. Um, of course, this is just one high school, and maybe they just other haven't done schools, a good yeah. job. Then other high schools may do better. Um, we definitely got the phones going, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, as I said, I'm interested to hear it from your side. I, I There are people in the next level of education, I think in the education department even, who believe because they changed the Hathaway to allow for vocational stuff, trade schools, etc., that that was now being talked about in the high schools. And you're telling me, at least in your experience, it hasn't been. Uh, I know if you take like welding or auto body classes, you get told more about the vocational schools or tech schools or stuff, stuff like that. But it feels like you have to be in specific groups and it's only applying to what that group is. So let's say it's FFA. It's more about the agriculture program and what you can do with that after high school or, you know, the welding program. But for the kids who just haven't quite been able to to understand where they might want to go, there's right. really no guidance unless not, they go. Not that I know of, yeah. I mean, I, okay. I feel like if it does exist, it's something I should know about being a student. Yeah, you'd think they should be showing that from the rooftops. I mean, yes, they're I, I mean, obviously part of education is preparing you for your next stage, which is some form of education or some form of job training, typically. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And if it's not, that's when you get quite honestly kids who have who have struggles. I mean, that's they need that. Yeah, well, they need a path to go down. After well, this yeah, or at least be encouraged to look at different paths. And right. I think that's my. Well, that was what I thought was happening, and apparently it's not. Yeah, from my experience, no, but I, I could be wrong too. Yeah, that was fine. Well, let's take some calls because we got the phone ringing. If you would like to join us this morning, six three two sixty five hundred, six three two thirty three twenty three. One triple eight five zero three sixty five hundred. Good morning, you're on Cargap. Good morning, oh, sir. Happy Saturday. Hey, Skids, hang on a second for me. Good morning, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Can I make a bold statement this morning? Maybe, absolutely. I hate electric cars. <laughs> yes. Did, did, you, did you catch my drift? I, I, I definitely heard that. Could you do me a favor? Sure. The other night I saw two electric cars drag racing, and I recorded it. you want to hear it? It sounds like a, a rather pissed off vacuum cleaner, right? No, you want to hear it? Sure. Okay, here goes. Yeah, and that's sad. Did you hear it? Uh, yeah, I didn't hear nothing. It was really exciting. Very really exciting, exciting. yeah. 
anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've, I've said this before. When I, when I was at Lamar four years ago, the um, the the uh, prototypes were, which caused the fast cars. They're coming down the Mulsanne Strait at night, and they sounded just like a high pitched whistle. That's all you got, plus the wind noise and everything. And then you got the the Corvettes came by in the GT class, the Aston Martins, and they sound fantastic, and the spinning flames and roaring and say You had the high pitch of the um, Japanese or the Porsches against that beautiful sort of deep-throated noise from the V8s of the Astons and the Corvettes. Yeah, They're as cool as the prototypes were because they were so blindingly fast and took corners so quickly, they were really pretty boring other than rights. I just wanted to make my point, Nick. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay, buddy. All right, Ron. Good to hear from you, my friend. See ya. See ya. Yes, I can agree on that. Totally. It's just not going to be the same without It's not some... the same. I feel like one of the biggest parts of driving is hearing your engine. I feel like it's a very, you know... Yes, absolutely. It's definitely a part of, of the whole experience, and it's... I feel like with an electric car, it's all it, it takes away well, from driving takes, a car. Uh, yeah, uh, indeed. I, I'm I I am not getting the understanding of it yet, but we'll see. Anyway, let's jump over. We got skits online too. How you doing, buddy? Well, not too awful bad. I definitely echo that uh, your previous caller's sentiments. Number one, number two. Gee, uh, nine hundred dollars to charge a tech, uh, Tesla in Texas. How's that working out for everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. By the way, <clears throat> a friend of mine uh, sent me some uh, uh, historical material about the uh, west side of Cleveland, which I lived in till I was about 11 to 12 years old. Uh-huh. And there was a Midas muffler shop at 1514 Lorraine Avenue in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, there probably was. There were a ton of them back in the day. Yeah. And... Uh, I got to see a picture of Mezzi's garage that I used to hang around when I was a kid. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, other stuff. But uh, getting back to your original topic, what has happened over the years is I echo PJ. I mean, what PJ uh, related brought back memories to me because in Rocky River, Ohio, it's not what it's which college are you going to go to yeah and I remember even as a kid you know working tradespeople were so looked down on oh you don't want to be running a punch press for 30 years well wait a minute how many cars are you going to help build when you're running that punch press for 30 years, how many people are going to have transportation? How fam how many families are going to be able to like go on vacation? People are going to be able to get to work because of your efforts. That it it was so trades were so looked down on. Well, and, and I felt they were the backbone of yeah. this country. And they still are. Though. I mean, if you always hear, you constantly hear. Uh, particularly during this COVID time, and one of the major reasons for th programs like uh, the PPP, which has rescued many of us small business people. It's, I've, I am not 
typically for, for handouts, but there are so many small businesses that wouldn't have made it without that help in the last well, year. Not, but it was an engineered crisis so they could get mail-in ballots. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll leave that one alone. But uh, just from the small business side, it hurt the small business. Yeah, but it was, it, it was not the small business's fault. No. They were ordered to shut down. Up here with our illustrious governor, if a business has one, if a restaurant has one more person than their 25% uh, I remember when I was first doing the show back in 2007, 8, 9, 10, that area, it was something I became more and more aware of as I was looking at my peers and my own shops getting older and older and older and now they're significantly older um, and nobody coming into it. And I remember talking to the various education folks, we had a couple of them calling on the show at the time, uh, saying, oh, no, that's going to change. It's going to change. And eventually, like with the Hathaway Scholarship in the last couple of years, that's changed. And I was actually hit with that when I was out at LCCC two, three weeks ago. Oh, well, Nick, no, the, with the Hathaway now um, supporting trade schools and trades programs, the kids are being told about these. And... Hallelujah. Well, they're not, because I got a kid sitting in front of me who didn't know about it. I mean, obviously, (laughs) I knew about the Hathaway, but I had no clue it was involved with trade stuff, trade schools at all. I mean, we were never told that. We were just told that if you get the Hathaway, you can go to UW for pretty much free. Yeah, it's so pretty there much you go. Tell us, so. so we're not talking about the old Triple C programs or the other community college programs within this state. I haven't been states. told about them at all. I, all I've been told is that you can take some courses at L Triple C if you'd like to. Yeah, so, it is. So yeah, if you, if you yeah, it's, it's so. It, I hope somebody's listening who was at that meeting the other day because that obviously what uh, the higher ups believe is happening is not happening. So and like I said, it's my own experience, so I can't. Yeah, but there's a you hang with a boat. Actually, I'm going to take a break, skits. Bear with me, um, because I want to carry on this because there's a you aren't just a lone person. You hang with a bunch of people. Yeah, and none of you are talking about this. Well, and I'm in the AP classes too, and it's still not being talked about. So yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. AM six fifty KGAB. Cheyenne Motorsports, and I'm proud to announce our 2020 Kawasaki Ishiban Award. This puts us in the top 100 dealers nationwide. If you're in the market for a new ATV, side-by-side, motorcycle, or even a tractor, come and see us at Cheyenne Motorsports, 2000 Westland Road, for a great deal on a new CF Moto, Kawasaki, Royal Enfield, Suzuki, Yamaha, or Mahindra. Whether it's for work or play, come and see us at Cheyenne Motorsports, where we've been delivering fun to the region since 1967. Do. 
Nick the Motor Guy back here on Cargav with PJ, who's busy typing away on his phone after his watch just buzzed in 95 times. Ah, and we are talking about trades today, and I, 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 I've spending, spent a little bit of time out at LCCC in the last few couple of weeks, uh, and the folks out there are really, really, really working hard on some great programs, and actually a couple of them are going to be on the show next Saturday, and I'm really excited to have them on, so this is kind of priming a little bit for that um and their cdl program and for those listening in england i just got a text from my my sister in london going what's a cdl um commercial driver's license or what we would call over in england uh heavy goods vehicles so uh hgv license but uh anyway continuing on that so i mean you've got a lot of friends who are in regular classes who may take shop classes for what's mm -hmm. available but they aren't hearing about this either as far as you know right no i mean i i some of them are in like um the uh the engineering stuff uh I, i'm not i don't know much about it but i know they uh they go to different places and they have to talk about engineering and stuff. I know they get opportunities there, but like like I said, it's very specific things that they get opportunities in. Like they mentioned the tech schools or they mentioned the academies like with ROTC, but I feel like it only fits to the specific group. And like I'm- There's yeah. nothing general for kids who aren't in those or kids who may be just floundering and are not your typical four year college kid. Yeah. Um, which of course is easy for them to cycle through. I was one of those who wasn't that typical, um, and I will. I remember being told by the the, the teacher um, who was our career counselor. Right. He was basically throwing his no. His name was Mister Thicket, which was pretty appropriate. Um, anyway, he he basically looked at me and said, "Yeah, you know." Um, None of the because I talked about what I was interested in. Yeah. It's like, ah, you know, you you should just you should just go work for a bank. You can start as a teller, and you may be able to work yourself up to. It's it's a good career for you. And I've got Human services and the ad council. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf from his father. The odds of that same boy winning the U.S. Open twice: one in 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 110. Ernie Els encourages you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Levani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no mex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting on the lake. But we're the first ones to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast.
650 KJB Nick the Motor Guy back here on Car Gab with PJ Dodson just hanging out this morning talking some uh, trade stuff of course we're into cars bikes whatever you would like and you can join us at 632-6500-632-3323-188-503-6500 and we've got skits hanging out on line two right now and I'll bring him back in in a minute uh, let's jump to line one good morning you're on Car Gab good morning Nick Good morning. Yeah, uh, I'd like to maybe see if somebody that knows, uh, like some linemen or something, could call in and tell us the status of this grid. It doesn't sound like they could even support electrical vehicles. If they can't run a furnace, how can they charge a car in every driveway? Uh, yeah, there's definitely some problems there, right? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I don't know much about it, but common sense tells me that, yeah, things might go south real quick. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously the the, the weather uh, issues that down in Texas. I've been reading quite a bit on it, um, and it's it sounds like a a lot of the stuff was done more cheaply down there because they just didn't allow for weather like they just had. Um, there was a lot of things being aimed at wind power and oh well it just doesn't work in the cold well it does work in the cold it works just fine up here but it's got to be designed correctly for that atmosphere and apparently it was whoever did that down there went oh it'll never get this cold and well here we are well because we were at negative 15 when it was i was just kind of curious how the you know if if things you know screwed up that bad with you know just a cold snap and how it could ever support a car in every driveway i don't know i don't know much about it but it just doesn't sound like it's going to work to me without a lot of upgrades i think you're absolutely right there's no doubt and of course then you've got the other thing yes okay you remove the cars i mean this has been said many times um get the gasoline powered cars um but a lot of our electricity is still being produced by carbon dioxide creating things so well yeah that's that's a whole other conversation yeah it I is and, it, and it's today. and it's not a it's not a uh a can of worms i want to open at all because i know that skits is on the other line rubbing his hands in glee right now and he's not going to get me to go down that <laughs> right 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 yeah but like i said i just i, I maybe somebody calling knows about the grid and stuff and maybe could tell us the exact status of what's actually going on uh yeah, and I, that's something which, actually, I might write, reach out to some folks I know and maybe bring them in on, see if they'll come on the show and discuss some of that in the future. Uh, cause it, yeah, that'd be kind of be kind of interesting or whatever. Because I, I know I've heard, uh, you know, other just read some small articles and stuff that a lot of guys have said that it's 
really really deteriorated and hasn't kept up with the time. So, it, yeah, it'd be kind of neat to listen to somebody that knows what they're talking about to discuss well, that problem. Well, of course, we can repeat that many times over. And you, it's not uh, convenient to talk about now because all the press has COVID and everything else to talk about. But you remember just, what was that, three, four years ago, and I don't remember the numbers, so I'm just going to throw a number out there. There were 2,500 um, bridges on our major routes across the country which were considered in disrepair or worse remember that all oh, that yeah and oh yeah yeah that yeah that's a, that's a whole other subject yeah too, exactly i mean it, so it, i think we we've not invested in infrastructure like we need to on so many things be it highways be it electrical be it anything else uh-oh, I just looked right. at PJ. I think the burrito took over. He was going to sleep. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Well, you have a good day, Nick. You Appreciate you the call. Take care. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Skits, you there? Yes, I am. There were all kinds of things there for you to get excited about. Well, yeah. I. What can I say? You know, I mean, they they spoke for me. They did. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I know. I mean, wait, there is definitely. And again, here we. So let, let's just you know, say we've got endless supplies of cash. I know we don't, but just say we do. There's a magical money tree that's grown in Vermont. And you know why I mentioned that state. But anyway, mm. <laughs> there's this magical money tree which is going to pay for everything across the country. We would still have a major problem, wouldn't we? Even if we had all the money to do all this infrastructure. Well, if you take back all the money that was plundered by the international bankers, we well, would. yeah, yeah. But don't, I'm going in a different direction here. I mean, even if we had all the money, who's going to do the work? Yeah, that's that's another good question. Ergo, tradespeople. <laughs> that's where I was going. Who's going to do the work? Who's going to carry the the steel girders, the the concrete, the blah blah blah. The, you know, the, one of the reasons I'm, I'm just really excited for what L Trip's doing, L Triple C's doing out here, and I'm using L Triple C as a particular example because that well, they're local to me. Um, I've been able to see their efforts, and I'm, I really want to give them as much kudos and help as I can. Um, Absolutely. But, uh, but I, I know there are other colleges all around the area that uh, are looking at the same things and trying to react to employers' needs. But again, it, who's going to do this work? I mean, <laughs> you know, the, the problem we've got, you don't have truck drivers to drive trucks, but you don't have mechanics to work on the trucks. Yeah, well, people forget, especially university types and my nieces, my two half-nieces and half-nephew, well, my half-nephew, not so much. He's a chemical, and he graduated with a degree in chemical engineering. So that's probably a little closer to my heart. Yeah. But my half-nieces, I mean, they went to high school, college, master's degree, and this and that, and in psychology. Well, uh, all these people... And my elders that uh, and others that have pushed college down my throat forget that, well, the university professors that I speak to forget that the only thing that allows them the luxury and the only people that have made it possible 
for them to indulge in their intellectual masturbations are the people who built their buildings and put in the heating and cooling systems and built the cars that they drive to work in. Right. Okay. Otherwise, I mean, if you if they if these people had to just up and survive and fix and build things and figure things out, they'd they'd starve to death or meet their demise in some other fashion, which actually you know uh, I'm, you know some for some reason the name charles darwin comes to mind well but you always have had that and it's not that's not a problem you need you need the thinkers you need the, the all these different people that's how what makes the world go round. the problem i see and this is just as i see it is that from a education and counseling point of view at the level that quite obviously PJ is at right now at school is if you go to a four, here's your choice go you to a four year class and if you're not going to do that well you failed just move on get out of our school you're, you're a statistic that we got you graduated just go that's where I feel the breakdown is. It's kind of how I feel as a student, too. I feel like I'm not recognized just because I want to do something different than a four-year college. And like I was saying right before the break, I feel like it's geared toward a lot of athletes and stuff. They're definitely more cared about than students like me or just regular students, like kids who make the school look good, more or less. Yeah, yeah well, that, and I think that's been a problem as well, and... Um, I think there's some teachers probably, if they do listen to, are probably cringing right now. Yeah. Um, I hope you don't get too much backlash from this it's when you go to school. What on, I think, though, I mean, it's when you yeah. you are at the age where you should be able to express your opinions, mm-hmm. um, as long as they're measured and as long as they're thought about. It, it's a good thing. Yeah. Well, no. And if you feel like that, you aren't the only one. Yeah. I mean, because you're not that unique. I mean, you're funny looking, but you're. Not <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem. Hey, Skips, I'm going to let you go, okay? That works. We'll see Watch you, buddy. Take care. Don't count. <laughs> Bye. Let's jump over to line one. Good morning, you're on Car Gap. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this is Jerry and Greeley, and um, we've, talked, we've talked before about. Uh, the gasoline direct injection. Yes, yes, uh, indeed. Possibly being related to excessive carbon in the crankcase and uh, wearing out timing chains prematurely. Well, it's, yeah, it's excessive carbon buildup, um, which then gets into the oil, which, yes. And, well, then I recently heard an even more alarming uh, report about certain smaller engines. Uh, seeming to have excessive cylinder wash from from the GDI that's uh, actually resulting in measurable uh, gain in the level of the crankcase oil. They're, they're, they're dumping so much fuel in that, that one report I heard was this, this gentleman had a, a Subaru, had an oil change done, very carefully checked the level, uh, you know, parking at a certain spot so the car is flat. And, and then a month later checked it and found he'd gained a quart of gas in, in on top of the oil. Um, yeah, I mean, I've read these reports. Um, they're few and far between. I In the shops that I'm in, we're just not seeing it. Hmm. I'm, not, I'm not seeing it. When I look at uh, the bulletin services that... 
I read constantly. Um, the, these are the exceptions, not the norm. It's just not a common thing. Okay, so you don't think this would be like a class action lawsuit? I don't. I just don't see it. You think it, it defects defects as opposed to a, a broad? I, 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 yeah, I really, really do. Now, I um, have there been some effects on an, and were there some class action lawsuits uh, on earlier stuff, particularly when they started to push the engine temperatures much higher here a few years ago? Um, we started to hear about sludge. Sludge was a fact. Sludge happened. Sludge happens. Um, the oils were changed. There was a lot of work done between the API... Um, sorry, American Petroleum Institute. My sister's going to kill me unless I stop spelling all these out. Um, and uh, and the manufacturers to make sure that the ores were correctly formulated to deal with some of the challenges of smaller, high-revving, higher-temperature engines, um, which goes in with uh, GDI, or sorry, uh, direct, direct injection. Um, Again, I just I've read these um, mostly on internet forums, but in the trade side of things, you don't read about these. So I really don't think it is a, is a um, widespread issue, and I certainly can't say X vehicle or Y vehicle or um, we work on, and I'm not exaggerating, hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of Subarus every year. I mean, it is the national car of Colorado and Wyoming other than the pickup truck. Um, so we see Subarus all the time. Are the Subarus with a certain issue? Yeah, the early 2000s had some head gasket issues, but it's usually at 250,000 miles. Um, there, the certain Subarus might have an oil leak issue from a certain seal, but again, it's 150, 200,000 miles. That's going to happen on that kind of mileage vehicle, but I see most Subarus running massive mileages, just massive mileages. Um, well, I, I'm specifically curious about my, my two F-150s. I've got a 2017 with a 3.5 EcoBoost yep. and a 2019 with the 3.3 naturally aspirated, and they have a, a hybrid fuel injection. They've got GDI and multi-port. Yep. And I was just wondering if I need to increase or, or shorten my oil change interval. No. Okay. No, you don't. Yeah, I mean, you are quite honestly wasting money. So would you recommend basically going with, with the little onboard computer? Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I've seen. I, I, I'm, I've tried, I've been doing that myself. I do use synthetic oils in all my modern stuff. Uh, and in fact, if I remember rightly, the particular EcoBoost, it's a required synthetic oil. Um, I don't remember on the 3.3. I think it is too. You can extend out your fill intervals. Absolutely. Okay. So, and, and really don't worry about this. I, again, I, I am not seeing failed EcoBoost engines due to, if they've been under normal service procedures. I'm just not seeing it. Have I seen a failed EcoBoost engine? Yeah, a couple of them. One had not had an oil change for 49,000 miles. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, <laughs> uh, one had, 
I mean, it literally looked like somebody had plowed the field with it. The engine bay was so full of dirt. The f- air filter, you um, could have... Well, an Idaho farmer would have been happy with it. Uh, you know, the... And I, I sometimes wonder whether these forums get, oh my goodness, this engine failed at X, but you don't know why, how it was looked after, even as they say it looked after immaculately. The only time I see modern vehicles fail on the whole, and there's always going to be, yes, but Uncle Fred, I know there's going to be exceptions, but the general rule now is these vehicles are extremely well built and we're just not seeing problems. Well, or a heavy-duty utility machine, the 2021 CF Motos are arriving at Cheyenne Motorsports. With a new machine from CF Moto, the price of fun is surprisingly low because all the features you need come standard, like power steering, custom paint, and a powerful winch, all at a price you won't believe. Log on to CheyenneMotorsports.com or see the CF Moto lineup at Cheyenne Motorsports, 2000 Westland Road, delivering fun since 1967. Whether you're planting a tree or digging a foundation, contact One Call of Wyoming at 1-800-849-2476 or 811. Call two business days before you dig. It's free and required by law. Repairs to utilities can be expensive. Cutting a gas line or electrical line can be deadly. No matter if it's weekend yard work or major construction, call One Call of Wyoming at 1-800-849-2476 or 811. Sponsored by Public Service Commission, Wyoming Association of Broadcasters and this station. My savings are gone. Okay, where were they last? Here, right before I spent them on the vacation to Aruba. Weird. Not weird. Not saving now means no money later. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Nick the Motor Guy back here on AM650 KGAB with Cargab. Let's jump straight to line two. Good morning, you're on Cargab. Hello, Nick. This is Steve over in Lingle. Hello, Steve. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Just as a recap, I'm the guy that has the 82 Yamaha Enduro 100. Yes, indeed. Which uh, had uh, had some jetting issues, if I remember yes. rightly. Yes, exactly. So, I did I did check the auto lube uh, adjustment, and it was off. Uh huh. So I, I adjusted that back to where it belonged. And now with this carburetor, we were talking about the carburetor had this needle in it with like four or five little grooves and yeah. clips. Yeah. Okay, so when I pulled mine out, it's different. Okay. It only has one groove with an E-clip, and there's a little soft disc under that E-clip. Yes, and that's for that's so that the... Uh, it's basically that's like a little washer. Yeah, and so there was only... There wasn't any more... Okay, uh, there were no others. So what you can do, and I have done this, if I'm trying to richen it up is you raise the needle by putting another of those discs underneath it. Although, if I remember rightly, this thing was running fairly rich already. Weren't we trying to yes. lean this out? Yes, correct. 
Uh, so at that point, you are probably going to need to change the pilot jet and maybe the main jet. Okay. Um, and without knowing what's in there, because I, I, I don't remember and who knows if they've ever been changed. Um, probably the pilot jet come down sort of three or four numbers from where it is. Uh, and the main jet down maybe 10 points as a start and go from there, see how it improves. The reason I'm being, if you, when you're messing with jetting, it is, it is something of a, a, a dark art, I think is the best way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what you don't want to do is move anything too quickly all at the same time because you desperately do not want to run anything lean because it does nasty things like burning holes in pistons and stuff right i learned that at an early age um <laughs> so i it, that's i would just move it a couple numbers and see if you're getting that improvement because if i remember rightly when we pulled the air filter out of it it actually ran pretty good is that right Yes, it did. So I would just bring the both the pilot and the main jet size down just a, just a little bit, and see if that uh, solves your issues. What is this pilot jet? What is that? Where is that? Again, I, I don't remember the carburetor. So there are two jets um, in a carburetor. Well, there's something many jets, but in this particular carburetor, there's going to be two jets that affect baseline performance. The pilot jet is basically idle up to approximately one-eighth to one-quarter throttle. The main jet then takes on the uh, uh, the, the fuel producing for what, what how much fuel to go into the engine from about quarter throttle up to full throttle. Right, okay, and that seems to be where my problem was. Okay, so you might want to leave the pilot alone and just... And just um, get a slightly smaller main jet so if i change that main jet that's the one that's down in the bottom right correct yeah so if i change that do i have to change that metering rod no well? no you should be fine okay and where would i get that uh, pretty much any motorcycle shop um should be able to help you with that take your jet and they should and they should be able to read the number off it and hopefully in the big pot of jets that one of their technicians has in a corner of the shop because every motorcycle shop has a tech with 2,000 jets in a plastic pot that he's gone one day I'll need these because <laughs> I have one of those um, you, you should be able to get something close and also chat to those guys they'll they may have seen those machines um, in earlier days and gone, oh, yeah, this is typically what we ran in that. Okay. Okay. All right. Good enough. Thank you again. I will keep you informed. All right. Best of luck. Take all Mahindra. Whether it's for work or play, come and see us at Shire Motorsports, where we've been delivering fun to the region since 1967. Hear that? It's the soundtrack to our busy lives. But there's one thing that needs to be at the top of our to-do lists. Fixing those dangerous recalled Takata airbag inflators. Millions of vehicles from 19 automakers still need to be fixed because if they're not fixed, those airbags could cause serious injury or even death. It's not that your other stuff isn't important. It's just that, well, fixing that airbag just might save your life. Visit toyota.com forward slash recall to learn more. 
You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM 650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a Town Square media station. Nick, the other guy back here on KGAB with Cargap with PJ. And I was, did you just listen to that, um, any of those commercials? Um, kind of, yeah, as background noise. Yeah, so if you were listening, it was actually a PSA from a public service announcement. Um, from Toyota Mm -hmm. saying about the Takata Airbags and of course that Takata Airbag thing's been going on for a long time I just thought how ironic is it when I was originally doing this show we had PSAs about don't sit your kid in the front seat because of airbags make sure that you have your seatbelt on but the airbags can't going to save you on its own but it's going to help and now 10 12, 14 years later, we have a PSA that says, y'all better get changed because it's going to kill you. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, but it's only specific airbags, not all But it was them. in millions and millions and millions and millions of cars yeah, worldwide. Cars, yeah, no, you're right, yeah. I mean... It, it, just, it was slightly ironic to it, me. It, that that is, is slightly ironic when you started the show that they were still... That the, they were pushing about how great yeah. they are, and yes, they are. But, but it was better just, than just seatbelts, obviously. Yes, but well, seatbelts are a big deal as well. Yeah, yeah. Of course, seatbelts are a big so, deal. But yes. Anyway, I just it just no, caught it's me funny. Fun. Yeah, it's ironic. It is. Well, with that, we are, believe it or not, at the uh, top of the hour news. Okay. So that means that. Water lines are long in Texas. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. Texas will start to thaw out after days of snow, ice, and Arctic cold. Most of the power has been restored, but there's a critical shortage of drinking water as millions remain under a boil water advisory. Food is also hard to come by as store shelves remain empty. When you already have so many families in the state and across the country that are on the brink that can't even afford an emergency to begin with, when you have a disaster like this, it can just set people back for years, not just for days. New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez volunteering at a food bank in Houston. President Biden has approved a disaster declaration for Texas. Better weather in Texas and beyond should get coronavirus vaccinations back on track. Stormy weather delayed the shipment of 6 million doses, which led to the cancellation of vaccine appointments nationwide. Yesterday, House Democrats unveiled their version of a COVID-19 stimulus bill, which contains an increase to the minimum wage. House Democrats are pushing, and Senate Democrats pushing for this $15 minimum wage hike. That figure has been a signature of the Democrats' wish list, but the president has hinted may not be possible now. Politico reporting that President Biden told governors and mayors last week in the Oval Office just may not be the right time. 
Fox's David Spunt. The bill also includes more than $100 million for an underground rail project in California's Silicon Valley, according to documents obtained by the Fox Business Network. The project has been in the works for years, but ground has yet to be broken. Republicans are opposed to the COVID package, but under a process called budget reconciliation, Democrats could approve the bill without GOP support. America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, it's Kennedy Saves the World. There should be a proliferation of voices. There are a proliferation of voices within the libertarian movement. There are libertarians who have strong disagreements with each other. You know what they do? They have little symposiums and they argue about it. They don't go firebombing each other's houses. And John Brennan, I don't trust you. I don't need to hear from you, but I will take down your arguments one at a time. Kennedy Saves the World. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Did you hear the news? Now you can. With instant updates from Fox News for Amazon Alexa. Breaking stories and top headlines. Daily coronavirus developments. The economy and so much more. Brought to you by Fox News. America's number one cable news network. Plus, setup couldn't be easier because everything's ready to go in the app. Just say, the loss of electrical power and water. It's the latest on demand from Fox News and Amazon Alexa. On your Anchor Channel. Something went terribly wrong during an Air Force training mission. Two pilots were killed yesterday in Alabama when their jet crashed in a wooded area. The victims haven't been identified. His critics are getting louder. Some New York lawmakers continue to call for Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign, while others are demanding an impeachment investigation into COVID-19 nursing home deaths. The governor is accused of hiding the true toll of the pandemic. He blames a void in information that was filled with misinformation. It is politicians making up stuff to get their face on TV. And a new report by the watchdog group Empire Center found that Cuomo's March 25th directive actually did lead to a spike in nursing home deaths, saying that the order was likely responsible for more than 1,000 additional resident deaths. Fox's Lauren Green. A school board in Northern California is starting over. Members of the Oakley Union Elementary School Board have resigned after being caught making disparaging comments about parents that they thought were private. The announcement came in a statement quoting, we deeply regret the comments that were made in the meeting of the Board of Education earlier this week. As trustees, we realize it is our responsibility to model the conduct that we expect of our students and staff, and it is our obligation to build confidence in district leadership. Our comments failed in both regards, and for this, we offer our sincerest apology. To help facilitate the healing process, we will be resigning our positions effective immediately. Fox's Alicia Acuna. A royal hospital visit from Britain's Prince Charles. Reuters is reporting the prince arrived this morning at the back of the hospital where his father, Prince Philip, is resting as a precaution after feeling ill. Prince Philip, who's 99, is expected to remain hospitalized. Go play. Come and see us at Shire Motorsports, where we've been delivering fun to the region since 1967. <laughs> 
This weather update brought to you by Bob Ruard Motors, the easiest purchase you will ever make. All roads lead to BobRuardMotors.com. Your Saturday forecast will feature increasing clouds in Cheyenne and southeastern Wyoming. Brisk northerly winds, highs upper 30s, low 40s, with a few afternoon and evening snow showers. Blustery winds overnight tonight with a clearing sky, lows in the mid-teens. Sunday, strong winds will return, especially by the afternoon. Sunny, highs mid-30s. I'm Day Weather Meteorologist on Watsall. And we're back, AM650, KGA being like the motor guy. I With PJ, who is, uh, he, he, you look, he, you're getting more and more tired as you've had I'm to fine. speak. And, I'm awake. Are, are you sure you don't want to run out there and try and find some matchsticks or something? Keep those pretty little eyelashes I'm open. Good. They're okay, open. They're, they're open. I'm awake. All right. <laughs> well, I made you work and think earlier. I know. I, 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 I but I did feed power. you breakfast. You did feed me breakfast. That did help. I'd yeah. probably be asleep right now if I had breakfast. <laughs> Great. Glad <laughs> was so interesting. Um, <laughs> if you would like to join PJ and I and uh, keep him awake for the rest of the hours of the show that is left, 632 Let's jump to line one. Good morning. You're on Cargap. Hey, Nick. How's it going this morning? Good. How's it going with you? Well, I'm sitting here in front of my computer. Yep. Moving the Christmas photos off of the off of the Cruise Nights webpage and putting some uh, other photos on it. I, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, um, I've been a little be- I've, I've been I've been a little behind. You know, I have this this thing that keeps getting away of my all my fun. It's called a job. You know? Yeah, no, I know that too. <laughs> I know that too. So I'm, I got a question for you because I have had a chat with a couple of, uh, well, quite honestly, Mayor Pat Collins this week, and I'd reached out to him with hey, about cruise nights, and he had reached out to um, Sham Police Department, who apparently do have some concerns, but they've said they want to wait for the new chief to come in. But apparently, they want they don't want that parking lot up there used. They because they've had too many noise complaints, so they want to move it all down to Fifteenth Street. Okay. And I just don't see how that's going to work. 
Well, I don't know. We'd have to use uh, the depot plaza or the depot parking, I suppose. Well, yeah, and I mean, people aren't going to be able to pull them out. It's not on a major thoroughfare. I just don't see it. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Well, and I'm kind of putting it out here because I'd like to get some thoughts from other people. The other thing is they want to see um, a leadership group or... And I was like, well, there's, nobody's going to want to do that. That would have to be someone like the DDA. And and I, I just want to make it clear, uh, Matt Collins is not negative about this at all, but he's also got a job in that he's got to listen to his people. Um, he thinks it's a great thing. He thinks it's wonderful charities. He just wants to make sure that everyone is kept happy as they can. Yeah. He wants to keep it on 15th Street, though. Well, apparently <laughs> they, they, apparently, Cheyenne Police Department or people within Cheyenne Police Department want to keep and want to have it all moved down to 15th Street. But that just, I mean, that's not a thoroughfare. It's not a place to cruise. Yeah. Well, and you'd have to go off the beaten path. You'd have to, you'd, you could still cruise up Central and down Warren or up Warren and down Central, whatever, whatever direction it is. Anyway... I guess it depends on the way you look at it. Well, the yeah. other thing you could do is you could come out um, headed north. What's What would that be? Cary. Uh, Up Cary to 24th across the front of the Capitol and down Central. Yeah, you could do that. And then uh, um, I see a problem for getting off of uh, Lincoln Way onto, uh, onto, onto Capitol to go into that back to get back to 15th yeah absolutely you know, here, here's the deal you know we we've always kind of knew in our back of our minds that they might want to have us move we always there was all you know we kind of uh this this thing last year just kind of happened it did and we didn't really have any control over it um this year we maybe we have a little bit more control over it and we can uh you know, we can do it. You know, I don't think we want to move it away from downtown in any way. Shape, no, or. no, absolutely not. I mean, that, I the whole idea is to support lo downtown businesses. That's why yeah. this whole, one of the major reasons this whole thing got started. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have a really problem with going up Cary across the front of, across 24th uh, Street to Central and South on Central. Um, I don't know. Capital's not real conducive to doing it because it's got stop signs instead of lights yep and uh i don't really think that that's a good way to do it either but uh i'm not i'm not thinking that up carry and down central uh using the 24th as the turnaround north and uh lincoln way and 15th as the turnaround south would be such a bad idea uh we got to get buy-in from the you know from the area where people are going to want to park, because let's face it, these pe the part of this whole deal is that people want to park and and, uh, and chat and look at each other's cars and um, that parking lot there works great for that. Um, yeah. The other problem is going to be just persuading people that well, I mean, the only way you could do it is they're just going to have to close twenty fifth that night. Yeah. And not allow people in that parking lot, and that's going to have to be on that. Um, yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. people are going to gravitate back to that yeah. parking lot. Yeah, because it's the it's the it's kind of a good way to good place to go to turn around. Um, 
but you know in, in lieu of of them of, of it getting shut down or really pinched down to to something that's not going to be worthwhile yeah i would think that i w- i'm always open to try to try to figure out an alternate way to do it and uh, if you open it up to the people of faith of facebook you open it up for conversation on facebook i know uh, we did a little <laughs> bit last year if you remember we did it a little bit last year and we came up with all kinds of ideas like uh, moving it out to uh, Del Range, yeah. moving, making no. it up and down Lincoln Way. Um, you know, but the problem with Lincoln Way is it's a two-way street and it's a main thoroughfare. For, you know, it's basically a, a state a state highway. So yep. it, you, you kind of, then you then you start to have not only the Cheyenne Police Department in, in the in jurisdiction, but also the Highway Patrol. Yeah. So it's so you kind of got to be careful, I think, in doing it. And we we have to be different in doing it anyway, and too much different than what we were. Uh, going up Capitol to Twenty Fourth, you're not going to be uh, going through too many residential areas, if any. But yeah, going up Cary, you're not really hitting any. You're, yeah, you're going to turn before you get to those big, those old mansions that are up there north of the Capitol. Yep. And then you're going to go across the front of the Capitol and south on central and the only residential areas that they're not on central going down other than maybe some uh, apartments in the upstairs parts of those which and they were one of the complainants about noise but i'm sorry it's downtown on a saturday night it's three hours right right i'm just more concerned whether this kills the whole thing which i think would be beyond tragic yeah yeah um and where where would the kill the whole thing I don't think it would ever kill the whole thing, Nick. I think that people are, you know how people in Cheyenne are. Uh, they're pretty set in their ways, but they're also pretty flexible when it comes to, um, you know, look how they changed 8th Avenue uh, where the way it used to be during Frontier Days. And everybody, and then they changed it and everybody, oh, this is terrible. We can't do it this way. You don't have access. But, you know, after a year or two, um, even, the, even the first year they changed it, People got used to doing it that way, and they just now now it's not a big deal. Yep. So it's you know you might you have might want to look at it that way. That's the other option that somebody threw out there is have the parking at Frontier Park, and and uh, do the cruise up and down Eighth Avenue. Well, but then you've got a huge number of people that are affected on noise. Yeah. And you've taken it away time. from downtown. And quite honestly, I don't see Cheyenne Frontier Days wanting to be part of that. No, no. And then you have, what, two, maybe three weeks, maybe four weeks that you wouldn't be able to mess around if Frontier Days goes off the way it typically would go off. Yeah. They start moving, they start doing, they're busy doing, getting, getting things ready. So but I just I don't see anybody out. from CFD being okay with a bunch of car people showing up on a Saturday yeah. night. I just don't see it. Yeah. I have, and now that's probably that might be unfair because I haven't asked him, but I also yeah. feel that that is the wrong way to go. And it, purely again, from the, the one of the reasons was to get people to come back to our downtown, and we were so successful with it. I am a little frustrated a yeah. bit with, oh, you brought people downtown, now stop it, don't do that. Yeah. And, the, you know, I do, I knew when they announced they were going to have a new chief of police that we may run, run into this. Yeah. But I think that if we just try to work it out with them... I, I, I yeah, my problem, I, and again, um, the mayor was, was I mean, very diplomatic. I mean, that's one of the things he's very good at. 
uh, he wants obviously wants the new guy to be involved, but the new guy's going to arrive about two weeks before we have our first week. Right. And that's going to be a challenge. Yeah, that'll be a that will be a challenge. So we have to be prepared to move it down there. Yeah. Um, we we I, I think we really need to sit down and talk about it and. Uh, and I think yeah, open it up to the Facebook. And again, yeah. I don't. I want to do it carefully because I don't want to do it as a. a, a a point of animosity towards city officials right. or towards right. the CPD. I mean, we've all got to work together on this. Um, the, obviously, I think we need to reach out to Amber at the DDA because, yes, okay, if, if this has happened. It's become what it has. But this right. is something maybe the DDA should now take the line on. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree. And I, and I, I think we can... I do think we can probably work something out, but you know, I think we're maybe the new police chief when he sees what's going on, and he talks, you know, he talks to a few people, and you know, have him take a look at the web page. Yeah, you know, he he may, you know, who knows, he may have a '57 Chevy in his garage. We don't know that, right? So, and again, I mean, we talked. We talked. I talked to all the people along that street at 25th. I knew there was one that was unhappy yeah. about the noise but everyone else is out there with us i yeah again i yeah. it's a challenge and i i It'll don't want anybody upset from it the one thing i do want to yeah. do is hope it continues we raise lots of money for the charities yeah. and blah 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 anyway wanted to let's throw it out there figure out a post let's sit down and figure out a post that we're going to be able to put that that's uh i think we want to try to stay pretty diplomatic about it i don't think we want to fire across the city's bow. Oh, I, I know. That's not why I brought this up this morning. No, not at all. As no, I said, no. that's why I was very careful to, you know, yeah. uh, the mayor is not being negative in any shape or form. Um, yeah. But he is, he's, I mean, he's being a leader. He's doing what he needs to do. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. Job to do, and I respect that, and I think you do too. So Absolutely. We just have to, we, just have, to, we have to do... Just work with them the best we can. If that means moving it to 15th Street, then we figure out a way to do it. Yep. And uh, you know. And if anybody listening's got an idea of where they think it should should go, I mean, give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> we have four. We have several north and south streets. We do. And, and there are more than one park. There's more than one public park, parking lot down there. I mean, one of the so things I think everyone's going to want to do is go down Central. Central's always going to be part of it. I, I'm sure of that. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree. And uh, so we'll figure it out, you know. Yep. I knew it was coming. In the back of my mind, I knew it was coming, you know. And yeah, I was hoping it wasn't, but I kind of knew it was yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, you kind of got to step up and uh, figure out what we're going to do about it because I, I don't think there's any way, even if we want it to go away, I don't think it's going to go away. Well, and that was why I reached out to the mayor and said yeah. we need to talk about this, and I did it yeah. early on so that we're, we're doing this now, not yeah. two weeks before. Yeah, or a week before. Or a week before yeah. or worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> hey, Doug, so, hang on for me. I'm going to grab line two, okay? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Good morning. You're on CarGap. It's me again. Hello, you again. The reason I'm calling is because it seems like in this country, majority is always ruled. Seems to me like a few people, be it political or whatever, they get their way. And what I'm saying is 
the next time you have a meeting at City Hall, want about a thousand of us show up and let the ones that are protesting, if that's what you want to call it, and let them make a decision on majority rules. That's what made this country great. Yeah, and Ron, what Doug and I have tried to avoid all along is because, I mean, there was a, a point where one of the councilmen wanted us to be a formal organization and pay the city parade fees every week and pay for the policing and blah, 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 blah. We are like, well, hang on a second. This isn't an official thing. But as it has grown, that I think that call is going to come and that's going to spoil it unfortunately i think um how do you feel about it being down on the 15th is that something you would still participate in or do you probably think you wouldn't bother anymore if you put it no matter where you put it i'll go that's not the point right okay the point is how many people are complaining literally well we don't know right we don't know what we don't know i i just all we i get find out if we want to uh, yeah, and I'm again. I'm I'm not trying. I'm trying not to get into any animosity between uh between people who like to cruise and businesses who uh, um definitely gain from it and charities are gain from it. But if we go hit loggerheads with the police department in the city, we'll lose. I mean, it's simple as that. I believe we can win this, and I don't think it'll be that hard. I don't think it'll be a... Yeah, I, I think it's not... I, I shouldn't say win or lose. Um, that's probably the wrong way of putting it. It's not. It's exactly the way you should be putting it. Okay. <laughs> I, I Again, I want to make sure that I, this continues. It's something I'm just very proud of for Cheyenne, and I think you've got Friday nights on the plaza on a Friday. You've got the cruise night thing growing and growing and growing on the Saturday. Um... It just, it, it would be very sad to see it diminish because very. of p politics. I agree. If there's anything I can do to help her, I know a lot of people. Well, uh, you know, when you see it on the Facebook page, when Doug and I get that up, uh, chime in, share it with all your friends so that they chime in. And, uh, I mean, maybe it is something we start involving city council people as well. As I said, I, I want to make it very, 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 very clear. <laughs> Well, a lot of varies there. This was Thanks not Matt, case. This was not Matt Collins saying this should go. This sure. that's absolutely not what he was doing. And in fact, the reason he is involved at all is because I personally reached out to him and said, "I want to make sure you're aware of it. I want to make sure that if there's any concerns, we handle them now. Because if we try to handle them halfway through, it will be a disaster." Exactly. So, again, the mayor is not at fault here. If anybody's at fault for opening up the can of worms, I'll raise my hand. But I figured I felt it was something that needed to be done so we weren't trying to deal with something retroactively. Okay, anything we can do, you know, the, well, you know yeah. how car guys are. We will join the cause. Absolutely, and look at what the look at what all you guys did, and how much money you all raised. We all raised for those charities last year. It's important for them, and the mayor is well aware of that. And it's fun. I did it for one reason: cruise nights, Saturday night cruise. That's Sweet. awesome. So keep up the good work, my friend. Thanks, Ron. It's a, it's a lot of people. It's Doug and Debbie. It's so many people in the background. I'm just the mouthpiece. Yep. <laughs> yep, but we got you. Thank God. Thank you, sir. See ya. 
All right, Doug, stay, hang on there for me. I'm going to jump into a break, and I'll be back, okay? Sounds good. All right, be right back, AM650, KGAB. Getting $20 back when you buy a Napa Legend premium battery is a win-win. Getting it from the best car people around is a win-win-win. Getting it before you're stranded somewhere, that's a win-win-win. Win. Save $20 when you get a Napa Legend premium battery. And if that sounds like a lot of wins, you're right. Quality parts, helpful people, that's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last, offer ends 2 21 650 KGAB, like the motor guy back here on Car Gab. Uh, we got about a little couple of minutes before we get to the bottom of the hour news. We have Doug on the line. We have PJ in the studio. You still there, Doug? Yeah, I'm still here. Good. <laughs> I, I heard I heard what Ron said, you know, and I, and uh, you know, that's, he's kind of right. He is right. You know, I have to say, you know, that uh, if we, you know, if enough people are vocal about it, we probably won't it won't change too much but uh i think we do like we talked before is just try to put together a post get some input from the power from all the cars and all the people and when i think we want to get a meeting together with the people at the city with the dda with cpd as i was sitting here one of your points mate was is well made and this is something which cpd may may end up regretting their push to 15th street um lincoln way being what lincoln way is you are going to load up lincoln way it's gonna be an awful mess yeah it's not even a block from central it's 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 a block from central to capital to turn south on on capital from from central but it's the you know it only takes about five or six cars that yeah. turn left onto Capitol to go on 15th Street. Um, that would almost make Capitol more conducive to doing it, being able to do it. So you know we got to think about things like that. The logistics of it, we want to make that cruise as easy as we can. We don't want a bunch of cars piled up on Lincoln Way. But again, you don't want to use capital. It's one lane either way. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's one lane either way. So there's a little bit of thought that needs to be put into yep. it. Yeah, I, and again, Fifteenth does have some logistics issues. Yeah, and yeah. again, where where do people park up? I I have my thoughts that that the yeah. city's not going to want a bunch of cars parking on the plaza on a Saturday. Well, they, they might be okay with that. You know, when they had that big uh, road rally come through, boy, they put a bunch of cars on that. Yeah, but that. people weren't pulling in and out constantly. They were in and right. stayed. Right, right. And that's, 
that's going to, something like that's going to take some planning to see if it'll even work. Yeah. And we'll probably have to get, you know, I think the city, I think the city has control of the plaza. Oh, yeah, they do. Um, and yeah, again, I they usually the charge depot, for it. And I think the depot has control of that part, that one parking lot to, to the west of the depot. And then there's another parking lot a little bit farther down that's a UP parking lot. But it, nobody uses it during the evening. Right. The, the week. There's a UP parking services and the Ad Council. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf from his father. The odds of that same boy winning the U.S. Open twice one in 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 110. Ernie Else encourages you to learn the signs of autism at autismspeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Levani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no mex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting. We have moto lineup at Cheyenne Motorsports, 2000 Westland Road, delivering fun since 1967. This weather update brought to you by Bob Ruard Motors, the easiest purchase you will ever make. All roads lead to BobRuardMotors.com. Your Saturday forecast will feature increasing clouds in Cheyenne and southeastern Wyoming. Brisk northerly winds, highs upper 30s, low 40s, with a few afternoon and evening snow showers. Blustery winds overnight tonight with a clearing sky. Lows in the mid-teens. Sunday, strong winds will return, especially by the afternoon. Sunny, highs mid-30s. I'm Day Weather Meteorologist on Watzel. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. In the wake of a disaster, what one thing can you send that will help people the most? A blanket, a tent, a sandbag, a doctor. Actually, if you send a monetary donation, you send all these things. Even a small donation can make a big impact and can quickly become exactly what people affected by disaster need most. In the wake of a hurricane, your monetary donation can make a huge difference to those in need. To donate, visit supporthurricanerelief.org. That's supporthurricanerelief.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. AM650 KJB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on Cargap. For some reason, the music decided not to play at that point. So We didn't get a warning. We got no warning. It just went, oh, I'm done. Oh, that's because the music was outside the spot block. Do we want music? Now nah, we'll do without it. We'll just, we'll just we'll get survive, right across. Yeah. <laughs> Another professional moment on Cargap. There you go. What do you think of that, Doug? 
Hey, I like it when a plan comes together. Yeah. Here we are just sort of sitting in the studio going, huh, something strange going on. Oh, dead air. We should yeah. probably start yeah, talking. We, we were listening. We were like, oh, yeah, we should probably start talking. It's kind of what we're here for, right? Well, I, it's kind of what you're here for, right? And I'm not at all sure what I'm here for. Probably hate and discontent Click after today. Click the buttons. Yeah. Answer the phones. Talk of phones, if you'd like to join us, 632-6500, 632 um, So, Chris is coming along. There's lots of people getting excited. You, uh, your post on Facebook is already getting hit pretty heavily. It is. It is. It's been hit. It's, it's consistently getting hit. Um, I could post a picture of a Cheerio on the <laughs> <laughs> But I think what we should do... Uh, one of the things we should do, Nick, is uh, for next Saturday's radio show, we should probably um, do a couple of plugs on the on the Facebook page uh, to call in. Yep. People to call in and get some, you know, that way they can kind of give us some verbal ideas. Yeah, I think that's a great idea, right? That we could do that in the second hour. The first hour, I've got the folks yeah. from L Trip going to be here. Well, that's what I'll do. I'll say, I'll, uh, I'll put something on there. You know, I've posted your your radio show before. Yeah, no, I know you have, and I appreciate it. Yeah, so I'll I'll post it, and then I'll uh, I'll tell them to call in after what after ten. Yeah. After ten. Yeah, after ten okay. o'clock, and uh, okay. yeah, give us your ideas. Come and get involved in this. I mean, it, yeah. I, n neither of us wanted nor needed this extra job. No, uh, <laughs> we do it for for the love of cars. Yeah. Oh, the car, love of cars and the community. And Cheyenne, yeah, and Cheyenne, downtown Cheyenne, and we're we're both nostalgic, and yes. and we both like it. To, you know, nothing is. I think Ron hit it on the head. It's fun, and he absolutely he made a point that I don't. I don't think he realized when he made the point how how big this point was. He said, and I quote, "It doesn't matter to me where Cruise Nights is. I'll still be there." That was I'll huge for me. There. And so that that is huge because you know we will go to cruise nights wherever it is. Yeah. I, um, and and we have a we have a few more options with the route than we need. You know, if you look at the parade route, or you or you look at uh, you know, if you just did the turnaround at Lincoln Way, and then if people want to stop and park, have them pull up, pull onto Fifteenth and park. Yeah. Um, you you could do that. It just makes uh, the leg of Capitol. Uh, 15th Street between Capitol and Cary and the leg of Cary place at the park you know that that might work and there's some businesses down there that would probably behoove us being there oh and, for sure uh, you know there's a you, if you take a look at this map of downtown Cheyenne with the there's several different routes down there that we could use and, and we can make it wider we could go um, you know over we could get take Warren and for instance but Warren has the residential area Yep. So that's that's part of the reason why we want to stay with uh, Central Capital, Cary, Pine, and Pioneer would be another. You know, I, and I know that I've, um, between Central and Warren, obviously, uh, great businesses like Two Doors Down and Samford's right. and those guys loved all that right. traffic because people were seeing their restaurant right. and they were packed every right. Saturday night once cruise night right. started. And we could get the cruise night, you know, we could do a leg like the parade does, like the Frontier Days parade does, but go 
but uh, you know, try to take it over another couple of blocks or something. So we, yeah. So those capital, so those fifteen or six, what street is that? Seventeenth, Seventeenth Street businesses still get that get that traffic. That they and do. I think this is where we need to involve somebody like the DDA, where right. they are taking the lead right. on this. So, right. but uh, but again, I think you're right. Let's put a post out there. I'm going to get hold of Amber Ash this week and see what her feelings are on it, um, because uh, you know the other thing that apparently came down from the police department was they they want a leadership group that they can come to and say, hey, we'd like to change this or we'd like to change that. At the moment, they don't have anybody to come to, um, right. basically because you and I say we don't want to do it. Um, yes, yeah. it's me right now, and I, I'm honestly I'm not terribly comfortable with that. I know, I know you aren't, and I wouldn't be either. And, uh, and and frankly, you know, neither of us really. I don't want to say we don't have time for it because it's important to both of us. Yeah, but we're both busy people. We have lots of stuff going on, and we do it just because we we want to. It's extra time that we have to take, and yeah it's extra time I love, I love it more than anything i've ever done i've done a lot I, of things i agree with you and, i'm more proud of this than anything but it's yeah. now it i i i hope it's still going to be fun this year it better still be, be fun this year <laughs> i'm ever i'm ever the optimist nick yeah no i know you are and i need that and, and, I, and i think that we can work it out and that we we need to involve a few more people to get their opinion, get what they think. Yep. And uh, maybe we should maybe we come up with some questions to put on there. Uh, where do you think it should be? How do you think? Well, and then start? again, where do you put the charity? Yeah, we can figure that out, though. Oh, I agree. I don't think. I, but that's going to needs to be part of the logistics piece. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the easy part of it. Wherever we're going to put them, you know, they they have to have high visibility. So. Yep. You know, and, and it, it has to be on a corner where traffic slows down a little bit. Well, we're going to have more of those now. That's we true. We only had two. We only had two before. Now we're going to have more of those. Yep. So we should. I don't think it'll be a problem. I don't think that'll be a problem. It's just getting the cars to go where we want them to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the bottom line is this. People are going to cruise where they want to cruise. And they're going to park where everybody else is parked. Yeah, so we just got to encourage the parking in a certain area, and I think we take we take the help from the city. I know we've got city council people. I know we've got city council people who are behind us on this. Um, uh, several of them. So, anyway, let me grab line two here. Good morning, you're on Car Gap. Hey, buddy, what are you doing? Hey, Jeremy, what's up? Well, I just called to say hi to you guys. Yeah, PJ, uh, PJ's asleep. Here. I'm not asleep. I know you've been in. <laughs> Boy, I I got a deal for PJ. He needs to uh, needs to come over by the house. I got I got something great for him. Oh, cool! Is it? I got the loudest bass amp that he could ever okay. possibly want. Yeah, it is what we already talked about. <laughs> great. Okay, I can keep you guys up for hours a night now. That that's just what I needed, Jeremy. Thanks a lot. Hey, you know what? That's what I'm here for. Yeah, you know, revenge will be for. sweet. Yeah, I'll, I'll text you and let you know. I, I meant to come over this week. I've just been so busy, but I will. No, it's fine. So we've been catching up. Uh, so that's cool. But uh, we'll get you. So and, uh, uh, so next fun. weekend, Jeremy, so you need to be listening to the first Thank hour you. of the show. I don't know if you heard, but we're going to have L Trip here. 
um, with the guys who are doing the new startup um, CDL program out there. Oh, really? And uh, they've got a new simulator. They actually let me loosen it the other day. And it's pretty darn cool. I did a simulator once years ago, but it's been a long time ago. That could be kind of fun. Yeah. I, I, uh, the, these people no, are no, great. Nobody should do it. I Nobody should do this for a living. This is a... This is a hard way to live. <laughs> well, as you get older, I agree. But as a youngster, it's not a bad way. Okay, that, that's fair. And you're <laughs> a, you're an old man now. You're becoming one of those grumpy old curmudgeons. Come on. You can't believe how white my hair has gotten over the last, oh, I don't know, 2020. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that was but, called uh, a 16-year-old daughter, my friend. I, yeah, that's my, what it is. My, mine, didn't, mine didn't go gray. Mine fell out. <laughs> what well, you had to do with the sixteen-year-old daughter or me? No, the six-year-old boy I ignore. I didn't. Yeah, you're you're a bit like one of the dogs. We just kick you outside, fill your food bowl occasionally. <laughs> Take care of me occasionally. <laughs> Send you over to Jeremy's to get your music fixed. Get my music fixed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, fill me in because I I'm way out of the area here. What was? What's the uh, what's the deal on the cruising? There's well, it's, there's no deal. I reached I reached out to Matt Collins to have a discussion because I thought it was important that he was involved from the beginning. He has gone to Cheyenne Police Department who have some concerns. We've got a new chief coming in. Um, there have been the noise from complaints. Yep, from Kansas City. Um, so I just want to make sure that. We get things organized early. And again, I want to reiterate, Matt Collins in no way was negative about this, in, in no shape or form. But he was being a mayor, and therefore being diplomatic, and trying to make sure he sees all the sides. Uh, so we, there are some suggestions that they don't want the parking lot, the state parking lot at 25th used because there have been complaints about noise from a couple of the people up there. Um, CPD had uh, apparently had mentioned maybe moving everything down to 15th Street, but 15th is a problem because you're crossing Lincoln Way, and when you're crossing Lincoln Way with a whole ton of cars, you're then going to upset the highway department. Anyway, that's where well, we're at. Yeah. So we just got to work it out, and uh, in the second half of next week's show, after the LCCC, Doug and I are going to put some posts out on the Facebook page, try and get people to call in so we hear verbally how they feel about it. We've had a couple of people who've called in today, Ron in particular, who said it doesn't matter where you do cruise nights, it's a really cool thing and I'm going to come anyway. And that was great to hear. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, everybody can just come by my house. I don't really like my new neighbors. So. <laughs> <laughs> Annoy them. <laughs> Have everybody parked there. Yeah, we could all use my driveway. <laughs> Park up the whole thing, yeah. Do cruise Don't nights on tour. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll put the, the band out front out the front of the shop. <laughs> so this is something that man, if we could find a place that had power available even for one part of it. Yep. Uh that would be cool for various reasons. I could, I kind of kicked around the idea of doing something um, and like hosting a little concert or something like that, at least on the opening night. But here's the thing is that the opening night is April 18th. 
17th, yeah. 17th, and we don't know, really. Like, we don't have a clue. It's really hard to plan the weather. <laughs> it's you Wyoming. <laughs> right. So, so. Uh, but, but that would be something that could be kind of fun and where we could have some kind of a concert thing and... I think there's, a, there's a lot of pieces, and I think stuff. this is where we need to get all the ideas, write them all down, chuck them in a big box, and see what comes out. Yeah. Yeah, well, not a bad idea. All right, sir. Well, well, good hearing from you. you. You guys have a good one. Be careful. You yep, too, you too. Me. Take care. Bye. Bye. So, Doug, what do you think of that? I knew, I knew the minute Jeremy got on the phone, I knew that he was thinking that in the back of his head. That you know that's a better place if you want to have live band, uh, live music. Yep. He, there, there's a number of places where he could just set up here, set up there, and you know there, there's there's uh, access to more than one place. Um, you could still use. I, I I don't I don't think we want to count out the Depot Plaza. I think we should really look into that a little bit more. Yep. And. Uh, and, the, and try to keep it, you know, in that 15th and Capitol area. That will try to keep it in that area. And, uh, you know, go talk to Oh, sorry. And make sure they're cool with it. You know, the people at the Albany will, you know, it'll directly business, whether they know it or not. They're going to, if they got if they're closing early or whatever they do, you know, they may want to rethink that. Right. And uh, there's, the, there's the two places on the other side, on the carry side. Yep. There's a couple of places. So, you know, it's. I think if we put enough enough information out and fast soon enough, um, I, I think that uh, we can pull off a change pretty easily. But I just think we need to have a plan and get get a hold of Amber. See, we get we will we're going to have to put together some kind of some kind of uh, committee. I think this is a good yeah. way to call it a committee. And I think that's exactly what's going to have to be, which unfortunately means yeah. more time, but. So be yeah. it. It's worth it. Yeah. But we can't. We don't need a huge committee because uh, no. many people in the committee. You know how that. Oh yeah, you ever seen the drawing of the horse developed by committee? Yeah. yeah it's not good. And it becomes a board <laughs> instead of a committee. Right. Exactly. And, uh, and we're not we doing that. We don't want a board. We no. want just a few people that are there, and if there are people that are really passionate about wanting to help. Hey, come on in, and and, and we'll 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 let you help us. We'll yeah. Anything you can do. Let's jump over the line two real quick. Hang on a second. Good morning, Ron Cargap. Well, this is your first RE customer. Yeah. How are you, Joe? Good, good. Um, Turn it back to motorcycles if I can. Yeah, sure. I really pity your uh, situation trying to keep uh, a fun time going. <laughs> well, we're going to do our best. I think it's going to be fine. It just takes it'll just take some time and some finessing. Okay, uh, there's a guy uh, on the online uh, does very thoughtful reviews. A British guy, and he recommended for his uh, 500 Classic an upgrade to the air filter and spark plug. I just want to get your opinion. He mentioned the brand DNA. Okay. So, are you familiar with them? No, I'm not. The one thing I will immediately say is be careful listening to somebody who's at sea level and applying to a bike that's at 7,000 feet. Uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, that Because what I think he's probably going is he's 
doing a free-flowing air filter and a hotter spark plug. And if you get too lean, because that's fuel injected, but it's a fairly rudimentary fuel injection system, you get a hotter spark plug and a lean condition, you burn nasty holes in things. Well, that's why I'm calling. And, yeah, you also mentioned the iridium spark plugs. Yeah, that, yeah and that, that's just a longer life spark plug. Um, not that's what the that's what the bullet uh, is designed for. So, uh, so when I'm around town, it's great. Uh, except I live on this island called Laramie, <laughs> where, every, yeah. where everything else is 85 miles an hour away. Right. And uh, and 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 it's just so the back roads, if they if they exist, it would be you know great for the bike. Uh, you got time for another question? Totally different subject. Go ahead. You there, Nick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I've got the F one fifty, you know, pickup. Yeah, it has a rear defroster for the rear window, mm-hmm. and I, I can't. Every time I I think of it to look, I can't figure out. It doesn't look like there's any electrical things in the glass, and I don't particularly see a blower. So I'm trying to figure out how does that defrost the rear window. So on some of them, they'll have a. Uh, um an element which is around the outside of the window, which creates enough heat to defrost the whole thing. This is a relatively small piece of glass. Oh, okay. So it's not like the old uh, rear window where they had these Correct. On the... Yeah, because it's a much okay. smaller piece. So some of them will just do a sur- uh, kind of a, uh, a surround, which heats it. Okay. Uh, yeah, every time I think of it, I'm sitting in the front. By the time I get out, and then I say, i got to call Nick and ask him about this. So it's just around the edge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, good luck with your uh, cruise night. Thank you very much. Get my old (laughs) car. Thanks, Joe. You take care. Bye. Bye, bye. All right, Doug. You still there? Yeah. I I guess we'll uh, tie up cruise nights, and we'll uh, we'll work on a post this week, and we'll chat about it next week. Yeah, I'm I'm working on it right now, so I'll post it. I'm not going to post it. I'll put it together, and I'll send it to you. You tweak it. We'll let Debbie read it, and then we'll just uh, we'll we'll post it. We'll just okay. go with it from there. Perfect. Okay. Hey, uh, thanks for everything this morning. It was a good show, and uh, I hope PJ wasn't too bored with the. I'm sure he loves talking about Shane Cruise nights and I, I really and, uh, do and all yeah. that stuff. He really does enjoy. I mean, he loves cruise nights. Yeah. That was a big thing yeah. for a lot of youngsters this last year. Yeah, it, yeah. it was something to do during quarantine. Now I'm excited because it's. I'm hoping it can still be more yeah. fun than it is a hassle. But yeah, it, it'll be fine. We'll, we'll get it there. We'll figure it out. All right. Well, All right, sir. You guys, I'll talk to you later on in the week, Nick. Perfect. Take care. Sounds good. Have a good one. Bye bye. And we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back here to finish up the show on AM650, KGAB. Hi, this is Nick the Motor Guy from Cheyenne Motorsports, and I'm proud to announce our 2020 Kawasaki Ishiban Award. This puts us in the top 100 dealers nationwide. If you're in the market for a new ATV, side-by-side, motorcycle, or even a tractor, come and see us at Cheyenne Motorsports 2000 Westland Road for a great deal on a new CF Moto, Kawasaki, Royal Enfield, Suzuki, Yamaha, or Mahindra. Whether it's for work or play, come and see us at Cheyenne Motorsports, where we've been delivering fun to the region since 1967. There's one thing you can never have sex without. It's consent. Because sex without it isn't sex. 
It's rape. It's on us to stop sexual assault. Learn how and take the pledge at itsonus.org. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. Dear Vet Ticks, thank you for a great experience and for your support of the military and veterans. Thank you so much, Vetix. Our family has gone through a lot the last few years, and this gave us a nice break. Every empty seat at a concert game or a special event is a missed opportunity to say thank you to a veteran. Give your extra tickets to Vetix. Give something to those who gave. For more information on how you can make a difference, go to vettix.org. You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM 650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a town square media station. Six fifty KGV Nick the Motor Guy back here. We have two minutes left of the show. PJ, thanks for being on today. Yeah, it's been a great show. It's it's fun. To, always fun to have you on. Sorry, you kind of got marginalized there for a little it's bit. All right. The whole cruise yeah. nights thing. But, no, it's uh, okay. I get it. You got to talk about it. It's important. And thanks for the thanks for the insight. I, I hope people listening really listen to what PJ had to say on the on the side of what's going on at the high school level to. Give these kids opportunities because certainly what has been what is believed out there i don't think is going on the way. I, I i really feel like the schools don't make as much effort as they should with with the resources they have i feel like it's so easy for them to tell kids where they can get uh help and where they can get these opportunities and i feel like they do these elective fairs but all those electives like i said are the specific things and it doesn't help kids find something that they don't even know what they want to do yet, but maybe... Don't even realize what's available out there from right. a vocational aspect. Right, yeah. From I, 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 one of my emails I just got, got a little bit earlier was, are there uh, apprenticeship programs? Mm -hmm. And there are, and it's something that I'm, I'm churning through my mind, churning through my mind, what we can possibly... What could we possibly do to, to change all this? I mean, I think there's some things which we could really... We, 
you know, almost do like a a, a, a trade national careers trade day or a, just yeah, a, within the yeah. city, get all the high schools together working that would, together. That would be great. Yeah, I think get, that'd be great. Get, for get local companies, get the local unions involved that have apprenticeship programs that need. Yeah, and then they can you know give opportunities, give examples of what you would do in a job. I think that would be great. Yeah. Oh. I need to, I need someone else to do that. <laughs> but there are some great people at uh, LCCC who are going to be able to do that. LCCC is going to be on the show next week with their CDL program. Please, please call in. Um, please listen to the show. Call in with questions. Talk to these folks. They are making a massive investment and effort to uh, to fill a spot that's really needed not just in his community, but in his country. So that'll be next week. And then the second half of the show will be dedicated to cruise nights and with ideas of where we can go with it. And with that, well, we're done. Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. And we will be back with uh, Car Gap next Saturday. Better management and better leadership. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. That's what's needed in Texas, according to the state's agricultural commissioner, Sid Miller, who spoke to Fox's Cavuto Live. There's no excuse, you know, us Republicans, we, we run Texas. Uh, it's on our shoulders. We, we, we messed up. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just admit it. Most of the state has had power restored so lights are on and homes can be heated. The problem now is the water. About 15 million Texans have been ordered to boil it. We've got repairs to make. We've got weatherization issues. We've got to make sure that people have food and water. Texas Congresswoman Sylvia Garcia is helping out at a food bank in Houston. Republicans call it a progressive wish list, but Democrats are defending the nearly $2 trillion coronavirus relief bill proposed by President Biden. But we need the help for American families. We need the help for those unemployed. We need the help for the vaccine distributions. Uh, we need the help uh, for uh, our state and local governments. Senator Ben Cardin of Maryland. Yesterday, House Democrats unveiled their version, which calls for a $15 minimum wage, something President Biden wants but acknowledges he may not get. In the face of mounting pressure, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is standing his ground, defending his administration's handling of the COVID crisis as it relates to nursing home deaths. Assemblyman Ron Kim, the governor's loudest Democratic critic, told a Yahoo News podcast that virtually all state Republicans and up to 30 Democrats are now on board with an impeachment inquiry. Kim is among a group of Democrats that wants to strip Cuomo of his emergency powers. Fox's Aisha Hosni in New York. The governor blames the firestorm on the media and toxic politics. America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Stay on top of the latest news and information from Fox News. Listen and download the Fox News Hourly Update on your time. The trending stories you need anytime you want it. Listen and download now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Hope is not going to live side by side with anger and fear. It can't. There's a difference between conflict and contrast. I'm all for contrast. I love it. But conflict is to build for us individually and collectively as a country. And my hope is we require those who want to influence and persuade us to understand the difference between conflict and contrast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. 
The Fox News Rundown is a weekday morning podcast that dives deep into the major and controversial stories of the day. Hosted by the anchors of Fox News Radio. Subscribe now to hear a perspective of news you won't find anywhere else. Listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. A last-minute decision about space command by the Trump administration will be reviewed by the Defense Department's Inspector General. The U.S. Space Command was revived in 2019 after a 17-year hiatus with former President Trump initially placing the command at Peterson Air Force Base in Colorado Springs. That was before incumbent Republican Colorado Senator Cory Gardner lost in November and Colorado overwhelmingly voted for Joe Biden. The Trump White House then announced on January 13th, a week before leaving office, that the new Space Command headquarters would move to Alabama, a decidedly pro-Trump state. The Space Command runs the military's satellite-based navigation, troop communication, and missile warning systems, and differs from the new U.S. Space Force, launched in 2019 as a separate military branch. Paul Stevens, Fox News. Another virtual first for President Biden. On Tuesday, he'll participate in his first bilateral meeting with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. The White House says the two men will discuss climate change, the coronavirus pandemic, and the economic ties that bind our countries. History has caught up with a man who's no longer welcome in the U.S. A 95-year-old German national has been kicked out of the U.S. and sent back to where he came from. Immigration and Customs Enforcement says that Friedrich Karl Berger has acknowledged that he worked as a guard in a Nazi concentration camp during World War II. Berger was sent packing Friday. He once served as a guard in 1945 at a subcamp of the larger concentration camp of Neuengamme. He'd been living here in the USA since 1959. Berger was ordered expelled by a Memphis, Tennessee court one year ago. However, he will not face trial in his German homeland. Prosecutors there dropped the case against him, citing a lack of evidence. Fox's Karen